Hello and good day. Welcome to our world with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, sir? Everything's good. Uh, before we start, I just have a, a thing to say, if you don't mind. Why would I? Uh, I just have a, a, a problem. I've been seeing these people, you know, the weather's been changing lately. And I don't understand how women's wearing these shoes and they all their toes can't get in the shoe. Have you ever seen that? Uh, yes. You mean, is it overlap? It's like the last toe is either touching the ground or the shoe is too small, so some most of their toes are touching the ground. Well, then they're not buying the right size shoe, obviously. Like, all five of your toes should be in the shoe. If, if you can't get all five of your toes in the platform, then you need to buy a different type of shoe or buy a wider shoe. That's right, and the pinky toe shouldn't be waving out the end saying no. hello to everybody. No, I don't want to see no stubs saying hello. No, no, I, no. I just found that annoying yesterday on the train. I'm seeing all these people with toes touching the subway platform. And you would think that you would want to have your feet on that nice leather just so that they don't get scraped up and scratched up and and picking up all kinds of dirt and grime off the ground. Yeah, I'm like, are you borrowing your kids', your kids uh, sandals or something? You know how that goes. People want to look cute. Well, I don't know, like back in the old days, they used to have girls that would put, you could tell that they were trying to look like they had little teeny feet, and they would like, uh, uh, I call it pig footing. They would pig foot their foot into, uh, say the chick with a six and a half, and then she would pig foot her foot into a size four Jordan so she could look cute and pigeon toed. Yeah, I have a family member that was doing that. She's about six feet, and she was, I guess, self-conscious about feet, so she used to squeeze her feet into these little shoes, and then it got to the point where she was, like, walking, basically, on her toes. It was was in so much pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? (laughs) When your feet don't feel right, your whole body is off. Your whole entire being is off. Yeah, she went to go get her feet done, and her husband told her they need to just cut cut it from the ankle, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, man. You don't want to mess those bad boys up. You don't want to mess those up. And, and here's another thing. I said this earlier on my Facebook. There's no such thing as winter feet, people. you got the same feet, summer, winter, spring, and fall. You don't wait until the sun shines to decide that maybe a pedicure might be, in, you know, on the agenda. You do that. Yeah, you I take agree. care of them shit year-round. I agree. I, I, I told you the other day I started the gym again Monday, and I am so – when I walked into the locker room, I was amazed that guys are walking around barefoot in the locker room. Like, don't you know what you're picking up off the floor? I, I don't understand it. Wow. It's just vile. People are not uh, – we're not as clean as the world thinks people are. If you got to see how people lived on a daily basis, like behind closed doors, you would see how really vile people are. You know what? Before we go any further, let's say a, a rest in peace to Mr. Charlie Mercy. Yes, definitely rest in peace to Charlie. I, I, I got the sample form last year, which was a, I guess, a, I'd never seen Charlie's, like, comedy, but I actually saw him performing during the get-down tours. It was, it was actually funny. Uh, you know what? And and that that, that kind of reminds me. Charlie Murphy must have been a hell of a guy because to go through what he physically went through and basically tore up into his passing, that takes a special kind of character. Yeah, I agree. And he basically kept it a secret from the public. Like, no one, I, I mean, I didn't know he had leukemia. No, I mean, now think about it. He's doing a tour. He's doing that Black Jesus, I guess that's the name of the show. And then I just find out I had no clue he was on power also. Oh, so, I need to check that out. Right, this man, this man is, we talk about, he has a schedule of a healthy man. Yep. So, you know what, I tip my hat to Charlie just for, for to be that strong. It, it, it says something about just uh, an internal strength. And, you know, if I ever get sick, really sick like that, I hope to have that kind of uh willpower and strength that I fight through to the very end and never, you know, uh, give up. Yeah, I agree. 
So we got a we got an interesting week here, man. Now you, uh, you before I wanted to touch on some other stuff. This one, I just this is irony. Okay, so Ben Carson is the Housing and Development Urban Development Secretary now in the United States. Yep. This fucking guy goes to Miami and he gets stuck in a project elevator with his wife and some other administrators for twenty minutes. Oh, that's just one then. That's just one. He never uh, experienced what other people experience every day of their life. That's right. You know what? And the the thing that I hated about it the most was that at least this place looked immaculate. I mean, I don't know what kind of little project this was in Miami, but it's one obviously affiliated with, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Alonzo Morning. Oh, okay. So they probably had a cleaning crew come through the day before. I mean, this place looked fucking spot. This looked more like a, a, a apartment building than a project, right? I understand that. Why would they even send, like, uh, uh, they knew Big Cost was coming. Let that shit look like it's supposed to look. Exactly. I, but you know what? I think Alonzo didn't want it to be a reflection on him. Now, what I would like to do is have Ben Carson visit. And I'm not talking, you know, I'm not downgrading anybody else's projects. But people don't, when we in New York City think of projects, these are monstrosity, tall-ass buildings. Like, we have some projects in Brooklyn. We don't even know what to call them because they're only four stories. So we don't, really, we don't really even consider those projects. Yeah, yeah. We have some of those, too. But I'm talking about the monsters, the 14, 16, 18 stories, and it's like eight buildings. What we need to do is have Ben Carson and his wife go from the building to building and ride the elevator and then walk down the fucking stairs. Yeah, walk down the stairs. I actually, because I used to live in projects, and sometimes the elevator didn't work. So I want you to walk up, and then walk down. That's right. And have a bag. Have groceries. Yeah, or a shopping cart. I want you to smell the piss. I want I want you to experience. I don't want no fucking camera crews with a cleanup crew that comes through two days before. I want Ben Carson to say, well, this is what it's like, huh? Because you need yeah. to hear the sounds. And I might want you to step in shit, too. <laughs> I went a couple of times. I walked down the steps and seen shit. Uh, human. And I'm not talking about dog shit. This is human shit. Okay. I, want, I want Ben Carson to get the full project experience. Uh, and you know what the full project experience also entails? You got to do this shit after dark. Now, that's when you've been to the projects, after dark. Yeah, and I don't want no paint in the stairwell because in New York City, they removed all the paint in the project stairwell. So if you go in the stairwell and there's paint in your um, stairwell, he's in the wrong project. Yeah, I want, I want him to uh, experience the whole figure-majig because Ben Carson, this ain't, he ain't about that life. No, he, he's, he's, he's the character from um, Django Unchained that Samuel Jackson played. Yeah, he doesn't know a goddamn thing about no fucking project. And visiting in some Miami, I'm telling you, I wish I would have seen the picture from outside. I wanted to see what the outside of that building looked like. Like, I've been in other states and seen projects, and they'd be one stories and they call them projects. And I'd be like, oh, shit. We would not refer to that as a project where I come from. But I guess because it's public housing, that's the uh, criteria. Yeah. But, you know. So, let me ask you a question. Shoot. Breastfeeding in public, where are you on that? Uh, I don't I mean, I really don't care. I just prefer if you have a cover-up or something. No, I'm talking about the type of chick that pulls out the full fun bag and you see all side of it, all top yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I really don't mind. Nipple. I don't want to be walking in and be shocked and surprised because your boob is out. I prefer you have like a little blanket or something to place over it, but uh, yes. Well, you I, know what? I, I really don't. I really don't care because we have these women at the train station now that's breastfeeding and begging at the same time. So yeah, I don't. I really don't want to be out to dinner. And you know, obviously, it's not that great a restaurant if she's got a little one with her, or she can't get a babysitter, and this uh, he's over there suckling or she's suckling, and I'm trying to eat my fucking steak. You know, I can, I, I understand it's, it's, it's humanity, it's nature, and when that baby's hungry, everything for those parents stop. I understand that. 
But I also understand that there's pumps and and there's bottles and shit like that that you could, you know, be more prepared. I think that a woman could be more prepared than sitting in Central Park breastfeeding. She could have. She could have. Some people can't pump, though. I know that. Some people can't pump. See, I, you know what? I don't know that. So, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I I don't want some people can't pump, but um, I don't want. I mean, restaurants and I prefer if there's like a room or something that they can go into. Because I'm not looking like to be staring, but sometimes you could be something just catch your attention and you have to turn your head and you're like, oh shit, now I look like a pervert. Well, see, if you're a heterosexual man. Most women, unless she's the smallest breasted woman there is, you know, after pregnancy and everything, she's going to have a big old titty. And now this shit, she just popped. I mean, think about it. It's not like she warned you. One second, you're normal. Next second, it's, wow, here you go. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think a heterosexual man's going to take a peek. That's like, uh, you know, a woman walking by a guy pissing. If she can sneak a peek, she's going to look. She could say, well, he's disgusting, but she's still going to look. So, I mean, you know, I understand it's not a problem, but I do think that if a woman does know that she's going to, all babies seem to have that, um, you called it that, not not even the blanket, but they have that, like, that, 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 that diaper that they wipe, all mothers wipe, like, everything in the world with. Yeah. Put that shit over the baby's head and hold it tight. <laughs> you know, I don't even know, there's a proper name for that, that, that damn thing. It's it's like a little towel, a thin little towel that all mothers seem to carry in that bag. That bag is yeah, like Felix the fucking catch bag. Everything's in it. Bobos or wraps, uh, wipes, lotions. <laughs> That's a magic mother bag. Oh yeah, the the diaper bag. That's what I call it. Yeah, it's a diaper, but it's not okay. This is it's the modern day diaper that you don't put on the kid's ass, but you use for everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a little thin blanket. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they usually put it on their shoulders when they burp, so when the baby throws up, it throws up into it. Yeah. Because I've seen a baby. Now, see, this was this is what really brought the question up to me. I've seen a kid have to be four years old being breastfed, and I felt really, I was like, first of all, this kid is in college, and he's holding on to you. He could talk shit. This kid can literally talk sentences. And he's breastfeeding in public. I think he can make it home. Or you could buy him a bottle of milk or something. Yeah, that's definitely true. I have a friend that got it so he's about six, but in his defense he came from um um Diana. So they have his family was poor and they have a lot of food. Okay, so the breast milk was really, really a meal. Yeah, all he had. But here's different. It's a different story. Yeah, yeah, this was a first world kid. I think this fucking kid had a, uh, I think he had a happy meal, and this was, instead of a soda, he had some breast milk. And I yeah, was like, this is, you too old. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This kid could, I mean, you could buy him a, a, a water, something, to, to, you know, to he gets home. This is not, uh, an infant. Infant's a whole different ball game. Have you seen those carry threes, man? I just looked them up. Um, but some colorways, they look like the same ones that people said was like granddad shoes before. Oh, man. I don't know who he's got. I don't know who he's got designing his stuff over at Under Armour, but I'm thinking that they're not really, they're not really big fans of his. Yeah, I think Under Armour needs a new designer. But they, they, they sort of look like the old strawberries that they used to sell for like $20. Did you see the rocks? The Rock wow. also has a sneaker with them. Oh, no. Well, the, you know the Brahma bull that he has tattooed on his shoulder? Yeah. Well, that's the whole back of the sneaker. Oh, like yeah, it, I see it now. Like a, what is a bright yellow fucking big gold, or gold Brahma bull. Under Armour, as far as I'm concerned, if I was still in high school or something like that and I was playing football, I think they're real good for cleats. Real good for cleats. But I think their sneaker game is kind of lacking, man. Well, look at the rocks. I might have used either play basketball. Eh? You know they want a buck forty for those. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, 
I don't know about you, but I'll tell you now, I, I will say that I am pretty much a sneaker pimp. I, I, matter of fact, I gave away last week, I think, 12 pairs of sneakers. Okay. I, I keep that many pairs of sneakers that I can give away that many at once. So I have an overabundance of sneakers, and I will buy anything, but I just will not buy what the people tell me I'm supposed to buy. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm basically the same way. You know, this is the high thing, so you got to know. If I don't like it, first of all, I don't do – I'm not a person that's going to do seven, eight colors. I'm just – I'm just – how am I going to – what am I going to wear with this that it looks like? Where I got seven, eight colors on my feet? No. I'm a, a two, three color at most, at max, in one sneaker. Oh, yeah. The, the colorway sometimes now is a little crazy. Everyone's wearing these colorful uh, rainbows now. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I'm just not with that, man. So, uh, you know, so I don't go through phases. Like, some summers, I'll go all throwbacks. And what I mean by that is I'll buy all old Pumas, uh, with these shell to Adidas, Converse, shit like that. I mean, all old school. That'll be what I'm, I'm rocking that summer. And then another yeah. summer, I'll go all Air Maxes. You know? Yeah. I can only buy, like, maybe one or two a year. No, I, I buy a lot of sneakers a year, and I, I guess that's why I, I have. figure out, they, they just, they sit in my closet. I wear them on vacation. Because when I come to work, I'm either in my work shoes or work attire. And I never change when I get home. So I'm like, I only wear them on the weekend. Yeah, but see, I, I, get, to, I get to rock them quite a bit, and... I, I wear sneakers most of the time because I damn sure ain't no slipper and sandal, man. Speaking of sneakers, is is this is The Rock the first wrestler to ever have his own sneaker? Yes, but you know that uh, Ric Flair now has a Puma. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, Puma's coming out with a line of six wrestlers. Stone Cold, Andre the Giant, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, and I forget the other one or two. But they, Puma decided to honor wrestlers by coming out with their own line of sneakers for them. They pretty much look like the Puma Clods, mm-hmm. but they, one of them has like the strings, all says flare, 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 and then across the side it says flare, and I think it says woo or something like that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, but I think, you know what, The Rock has, Oh my uh, god, they charge you $500 for those though. Oh, what? Uh, I just for the saw the article, it says Puma charging $500 for WWE sneakers. Well, then, uh, that's just for special nuts. No, that's, 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 oh, man, come on, Flair, you shouldn't even sign. That means his average fan can't even afford them. Well, I don't know, because I've been seeing, I go to these events, and I'm seeing these people walking around with these title belts, and I'm like, those belts cost like four to $500 each, and they're walking around with like five or six. Oh, wow. So but you know like, what? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'd be a special edition that people could flip. I don't know because that's becoming a big business now with flipping um, sneakers. Collectors, yeah, yeah. Everybody's collected. I guess that's why those guys be standing out online two, three in the morning to get something that costs two hundred dollars from a store, and then, like you said, the flipping. Yeah, but they won't stay online for a job. No, man. We. I'm gonna tell you what's going on down here. Uh, we. North Carolina, these fucking three lunatics come up with this, they try to come up with this bill to ban legal gay marriages. Now, legal, the, the marriages are already legal. They say that they want to ban, they want to ban it so hardcore that you don't even have to acknowledge legal, people who are legally married in another state. How can they do that? Isn't that a federal law already? Yes. So the, the court system down here told them to go fuck themselves. You're out of your mind. But this is the climate. I don't understand. North Carolina is looked at as a progressive, uh, conservative, not like ultra-conservative, but a, a progressive state. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, it was about 21. All right. Okay, so we're, we're going to get right back to it here. And so you know what? what? To, oh, go ahead. You go, wait, wait. Before we start, you want to start with the same topic we were just on, the North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, we're just going to go right back. I mean, back from the, all right, go ahead. Now, the crazy part is North Carolina 
like I said, being very progressive, but under underneath it, it's like uh, something in the water has went haywire. The HB2 cost this state hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, on top of that, some lunatic comes out and says, anybody who boycotts any of our bills or attempts at bills, we want to take them out of our athletic conferences. It's, it's so convoluted and insane that it's too deep to get into right now. It'll take too long and kill the show. But I, just, I, don't, I don't know what the hell is going on down here, man, really. I just learned something that it is weird that I learned it off, off of a, a TV show, Survivor. Remember I told you I watch reality shows, but I watch uh, competition-based reality shows. Right. So I don't know if you've seen if you watch Survivor or not. No, I do not. All right, so this week on Survivor, they it was they have old castaways that they have brought back to play this season. And they have this guy who was on the bottom and was going to get voted out. And he, he's gay, and he realized that another guy on his tribe was transgender. So he, he outed him not only to the to the people that was at tribal council that day, but he also outed them to, you said, the million, uh, millions of people that's watching on CBS. But well, something that caught my attention was it's this lady that, she's from the South, she's a police officer, and she said, basically, she's happy that she didn't know that this guy was transgender because she may have been biased against him. But coming to know him for two seasons and thinking that he was a guy, she has this love for him now that made her change her way of thinking in her life. So I was like, well, maybe with all these bills is coming, these people have no experience with maybe gay people or whatever. So they're just coming out with all these bills to say, basically blacklisting them or something that they don't understand. Yeah, nameless, faceless. When you put a name and a face, and here's the thing, that a lot of people have people in their life, they just don't know who these people are. That's all. Yeah, did you see the, it was, an, it was a pastor the other day, I believe, who was one of those uh, uh, gays that are wrong and such. Then he got caught for um, child pornography. Hmm. Yeah, you know, people are always throwing uh, stones living in these glass houses. Now, I'll say one thing. I think that the guy who did this, and we talked about this on the very last show, I think the guy who outed him was a piece of shit. I don't give a damn what his, uh, you want to win, this, that, and the other. But I have to I have to stick to my honest point. The first person you always blame in life for giving your secret away is you. Because oh, you didn't, didn't tell keep him. your secret to yourself. He didn't tell him. So how do you find out something like this? Yeah, medical he, records? No, they were just having a, they had a conversation and he figured it out on his own. He was like, this guy's a transgender. And when he called him out on it, the guy didn't say He was like stunned and shocked. The only people that knew were the producers. So he didn't have any previous knowledge. It wasn't like the man had told, then I have to, I have to pull that back from him then. Because now I guess he's just playing dirty. But. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it was. He thought that he, he, Felt like the guy was deceiving the tribe by not telling him that, not telling them that he was a uh, trans, and so he brought it up to try to get the other guy kicked out the tribe. Well, let me ask you a question: because he's supposed to be male, was he coming off as a weak-bodied male? Like he well, wasn't he was actually, able to. He was actually a strong player in his season. He went from he said he thought he was going to be voted out three, and he ended up being voted out maybe fifth to last. Wow, I mean, you know, I, I that's something I don't. I used to watch that show religiously. I remember I used to watch it. If I'm not mistaken, I used to see it every Sunday. But I gave up on Survivor when they kept bringing back. They, they was just one knucklehead character they had oh, years and years him. ago. Was it like Russell when he used to like steal people's stuff and no, no, Russell in the whole time was Russell the one with the beard? Oh no, that's Hooper. Okay, and so it was the other little short, kind of bullyish dude. I yeah, that's Russell. That's right. Okay, and he said he was a millionaire already or some bullshit. Yeah. I, I couldn't mm-hmm. stand him, and you know what? He made me give up on Survivor, especially when they brought him back again, and I said, I'm not sitting through this shit. No. <laughs> I am not sitting through this, man. And I said, you know what? 
You could, matter of fact, I gave it up as a package deal. I said, you and Amazing Race can go fuck yourself. CBS, <laughs> fuck you. You know, basically, I watched two pro one program on CBS, and I don't even, I'm ashamed to say I watch broke, two broke girls anymore because that's just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I gave up on two broke girls. I don't watch anything. CBS just basically has, like, a repellent spray for me. And they like, have, like, the number one dramas and the number one comedy. With well, I don't know what those dramas are. I don't watch NSI and CSI, and I don't watch, like, I don't know what the hell is on CBS. CBS, you know, me being a black person, other than when I was a young kid, CBS has basically been the Caucasian Broadcasting Services. My yeah, whole life. They don't have too many black shows. I don't yeah, I'm that. No, man. You want to see a black person, you better go take your ass to ABC or Fox. Yeah, or or UPN or WB when they had black shows. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, see, now you go. Now, that's, that's, that's a little too black even for me. I ain't yeah, thinking about the, uh, Malcolm and Eddie. That was the BET of broadcast television. Yeah, Mal- Malcolm and Eddie. <laughs> hey man, let's talk a little bit of basketball. Well, first I want to just say this because I just want to get this off of my ticket. This Joseph Jabokowski, the dude who sent that manifesto to the president, yeah, or that guy that the orangey looking dude that's in the White House part yeah. of the time, they did arrest him today. Oh, they got him. Yeah, and here's the killer about it. There was supposed to be like 150 fucking feds looking for the guy. They bust him in the same state. It wasn't like he even left the state. I mean, what kind of cop? I mean, goddamn, the key, Trump even has the Keystone Secret Service and the Keystone feds. How did the guy send a manifesto after robbing a, a firearm store to the president, and he doesn't even have to leave the state? And he's been free for about over a week. Oh, my God, that's insane. I didn't know they, they caught him. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin. They caught him in Wisconsin. So he's he's going to jail for nothing then. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to go to a mental institution because, oh, well, I guess he did do the robbery of the the guns. But he didn't even. But here's the thing that's good for him. He didn't even transport him over state lines. So he saved himself a federal case. Yeah, but then now they can charge him with um, terroristic threats. But you want to know something, man? People, I, I used to be a big Howard Stern fan, and there was a guy, they used to call him Black Jesus, because he thought he was Black Jesus. Mm-hmm. He actually broke into the White House. Now, he broke into the White House when Reagan was president, made it to Reagan's kitchen. Reagan was home. Oh, my God. Do you know this guy, Ben Free, Ben Free, until you do some violence to them, you kind of don't, it's not the kind of time that people actually think that you get for, for messing with a president. It's not a life sentence. Because he had, like, mental issues. schools and... But I'm like, someone filmed him. Someone was holding that camera, filming him. So, shouldn't you be uh, an accomplice? Well, to a degree, yes. If I'm walking down the street with you, we do a net boy and doc in the street, and I, you say, hey, I'm going to kill this lady right here. And I'm like, ha-ha, okay. <laughs> I think I would be brought up with charges. But you want to know something? Some of that shit is state to state. Some people, some states hold everybody, like say you do a crime, everybody in the car goes to jail for the same crime. And other states only the trigger man. So, you know, that's a, we, we talked about this before. we the United States of America, but we like, 50 different countries because of the uh, rules, regulations, and laws. Yep. We don't have a lot of national, national, like, we have some of the silliest national laws. Okay, our national law is you have to be 21 to drink. Yep. That one is held and respected in every state. Which I think is the dumbest fucking law. I could go to war, but I can't have a drink. Right. You can go to war, you could be married. Yeah. I can be married, but we can't have a drink. We can't you can vote. Yeah, you dumb shit. You can operate. You can smoke. Yeah, you can operate a fucking three thousand pound vehicle, a killer machine. You can own a gun, yeah. but you cannot have a brewski. 
But that's respected. Because even think about this. Even our age of consent is different from state to state. A girl is age of consent in 16 in some states, 18 in other states. Yeah, that's 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 the same. Yeah, we we, we I guess just, what they mean by the federal laws and the state laws. So yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you know we'd be remiss if we don't speak about this David Dow, the Air United Airlines guy. Oh yes, I am, and I'm so. And now I have a United, my first United flight of my life in a month. Have you thought about canceling and booking with someone else? <laughs> I thought about it, but I'm like I couldn't beat that price at the time. I bet you the price is even better today. <laughs> yeah, they they could have took that. First off, you overbooked your flight. I'm a paying customer. You offered a thousand dollars. No one took it. It ain't my fault. You didn't have the adequate amount of staff in St. Louis to fly the other plane. And I'm gonna tell you now, Doctor Dow. Welcome to experiencing what it's like to be black in America. Yep. And not just the not just the handling of him on the plane, what they did to him afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. Because they released past. Yeah, they released his criminal record in a heart. He walked around life thought that he might have been one of them. Yep. They let his ass know in a heartbeat, you're not, sir. It's like you're a yellow person. That's right. Not you're like not you. one of us. That, yeah. that was that was actually insane though. And, He'll be a millionaire soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't even know. And I don't even know what United could do to make this right other than play. Well, actually, that, that CEO guy, if I was on the board, he he would have to step down. Because his, his response, his initial response was idiotic. His response to the employees was worse. And then he came out three days later with with a, with a, a supposedly heartfelt apology. Yeah. And he had stocks and stuff tumbled. I don't like how the other airlines are using this as a uh, marketing employee to, uh, you know what, Southwest, yeah. come, come, you know, fly with us. We we handle bags. We won't handle you. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a human being. That was a human being who got mistreated in front of other human beings, messed up everybody's head. You know, but unfortunately, when I see shit like that, I always say, that even if we're not in the wrong, that shit could happen to us. Yeah, all the time. Any that could happen to anyone. I mean, they like I said, they overbooked their plane and made it his fault that he didn't want to leave the plane when he paid for his seat. Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, and why target me out of everybody? Yeah, they told me it was a uh, it was what they said that when no one volunteered. They did a random thing on the computer to pick a random seat that um, the person would have to be bored. Yeah, and that name sounds about the right. I mean, if it was Shaquilla, uh Jenkins, her ass, it would have been her seat picked. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what if he was on the plane with his family? Did this kick him off? Yeah, I don't even understand. As a matter of fact, my wife was reading me an article about a, a couple that made eleven grand over the course of two days. But you know how sometimes they offer you money to leave the plane? I've been yeah, offered. Yeah. yeah, I've been offered too. I, I mean, one time, me and my wife, we was in Vegas, but we were there for eight days, man. We were ready to get home. I think they offered us something like 800 apiece, right? Plus, they were going to put us in a hotel for the night, pick us up for a car, and pay for dinner. And I was like, but that's $800 in fucking airfare. Go fuck yourself. Find somebody oh, yeah. else. Yeah. I, no, don't give it to me. Anything. I don't want the credit. Yeah, that's what it was. Eight hundred. Oh, eight hundred a piece, man. That ain't. Now it's different. If you set me up back in a hotel on the strip and you put eight hundred dollars in my pocket a piece, we gonna have a grand old night on you. Yeah. They'll probably put you in the courtyard. Yeah. I, you know, I'll, and then tell you some shit like we'll send you a check in the mail. Yeah. They'll give you the super eight. Yeah, and I wouldn't stay in a Super 8 on my own, so you ain't putting me in one. <laughs> you know? But you know what? Um, the, 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 the travel is something else, man. You gotta, so now you gotta watch yourself how you travel on the airline, probably the train. We already know the bus. And damn sure no driving. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. And, and driving, well, still, driving still trumps them all. 
That's the one at a moment's notice your life could get flipped out. Yep, and it, it, could, it don't even have to be your fault. It could be some other fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had a, the other day, man, I'm over here driving, and it doesn't happen often, but I've seen a lot of cop cars. It was like, and I was like, yo, babe, I think because we're near the highway and it's near Easter, this is just them stopping so that they could um, probably ticket some people. Because, uh, you know, I drive, I drive next to a cop just like I would drive next to you. I didn't do nothing wrong, so I don't get out of sorts. My paperwork's in order. I just drive. Anyway. But I watch a lot of people, man, they cop car come, man, they slow they down, down extra. <laughs> they, they be look, they be driving suspicious as a motherfucker. Me, I'll I look the cop right in the fucking face and take off before him because the lights are green. That means I can go. Yeah, it's been a couple of times I had to move it into the next lane to get from somebody driving behind the cop. Like, dude, you can go around them because they, they're on patrol. They're just cruising. So they're doing 10. You go do eight. So me yeah. now, now I'm doing like five. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what? That's actually even worse. You you're supposed to keep up with the flow of traffic, not impede the flow of traffic, which is just as bad as speeding. Yeah, exactly. I I I got a ticket one time for, for they said I was holding traffic because I made a U-turn and I actually pulled into a driveway. But the nine cars behind me was all with me, so they all made you. They all made illegal U-turns. I was so pissed. But that's Pennsylvania, so he was in the sticks. So I understand. Yeah, it should be happening like that. So let's get to a little basketball, man. We're gonna talk about round one that kicks off Saturday. Okay, we got the Spurs playing the Grizzlies. Who you got? Uh, Spurs definitely. Okay. Now, this is the big one. This is the one I really got my eye on. We got the Hardings versus the Westbrooks, which is the Rockets versus the Thunder. I really like the Thunder's team, but I don't think they have enough scoring power. So I'm, I'm going with I'm going with the Rockets. I don't think – I think the Rockets are not going to allow Westbrook to drop 50. They, Westbrook is going to need his other teammates to step up if they're going to win four games in a, four games. I think I got you know what I my head says Rockets, but my heart is telling me the Thunder, and the reason I say that is because the Thunder can rebound. I think Westbrook is going to score between forty and fifty every game. Mm-hmm. The Rockets are a better shooting team, but they're not going to play as good a defense. If the Thunder can rebound and the Rockets are off because it's a four or seven game series. We have to see if the coach of the Thunder can come up with a game plan, seeing them nightly, that will actually help them win games. But I, I got my eye on this series the most. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's gonna be a good series. I didn't even. I'm surprised the Thunder even made the playoffs, but they team made some good trades late to to solidify their team. They still need a another scorer, I guess. Yes, they do. Fine. Now we got the Jazz and the Clippers. Have no, I, I could care less, but I'm gonna go with the Clippers. You know what? This is a series where I really don't like either team, but I don't like the Clippers at all. And I think the Jazz play tough, and they're tall. They got that Gobert, who might win Defensive Player of the Year. He's like seven foot two. He blocks shots and he scores. And I think the Clippers are underachievers. I, just, I think the Clippers only fell to like the fourth seed was because Chris Paul was injured for like half of the season. He was in the if he was in, if he would have played more, I think they they would have had a higher seed. Well, then that meant they would have had to overtake the Rockets. Yeah, but you know what? I don't like I don't like how Blake is iffy. So I don't oh, trust yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Now we got Golden State and Portland. Golden State and four. Yes, I, I, I see the backcourt of Portland scoring a lot of points, but getting wiped, wiped. And Durant is back. Durant is back, and Golden State closed out this last month on fire. Yeah, I see Durant is full. I mean, put Durant is full. Golden State is full. Okay, now here's another good series. Washington and Atlanta. I don't know too much about Atlanta, but um, I, I like I like Washington. I, I like the, the, the guards in Washington. I got Washington going pretty far, so I actually – 
But I think this is going to be a tough one. I think that this is going to be a six-game, maybe seven-game series. But I just think that Wall and, and Bradley is too much firepower, so they will win. And, and lots of need to advance because they have a split team sucks. And then now we got Toronto and Milwaukee. The Greek freak in Milwaukee, and Toronto is the Drakes. I like what Jason Kidd has done with Milwaukee. Milwaukee hasn't made, I don't think Milwaukee have made the playoffs since I was around. And it seems like they, since he's took, taken over, they've been in the playoffs consistently. But Toronto's is a, is a juggernaut. I, I think Toronto's actually going to take him up. So do I. But you know why I'm interested in seeing this? I must admit, even as a sports fan, I'm very derelict in my duties. I have never seen the Greek freak play basketball yet. So this will be my first opportunity to play off the field, and I will watch him because from all accounts that I hear, he's phenomenal. Yes, and he's great on defense, which I actually appreciate. He's long and he's tall. Uh, now you got Cleveland and Indiana. I think Indiana can actually beat Cleveland. Well, see, I don't know. If they play pretty, if they play to their, because here's, here's the thing that I have about Cleveland. Love don't always show up. So it always turns into the LeBron and Irving show. And if Irving don't shoot, like, high 40%, they may lose. This, to me, is going to be, I get a thrill out of this because I get to see two of the premier basketball players on the entire planet. I love George Paul. Paul is a fantastic basketball player. Paul yeah. George, damn it. You let me say it wrong two times. No, you called him Paul. Right. I just thought you were calling him by it. No, I called him George Paul. Oh, I George Paul. George. <laughs> I love to see him play basketball. I think the after, after that top four guys, Paul George is the fifth in the league to me. And, um, but he I don't play like shit, lady. Cleveland has been horrible the whole, they've been the, the polar opposite of Golden State. What they have done is stunk up the league since basically eight, uh, March. Yeah. And I don't know. We're going to find out real quick in the first, before the weekend is over, we're going to find out if Cleveland has that switch or not. We're going to see yeah, if that switch exists. Someone else has definitely come out the East this year. Now, but this is the year for it to happen if anyone wants to beat Cleveland. Yes, they're vulnerable. Now, yeah. we got the Boston Celtics and Chicago. I'm a Bulls fan, so I can't say that Boston's gonna whip their ass. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Boston's looking really great. I'm going out on a limb here, and my limb is you. You being a Bulls fan, where's Mr. Wade now? Is he on the court? Uh, he was still hurt, but he should be back. Okay, I'm gonna actually say Boston wins, but Chicago takes them to seven. If Wade plays. If Wade plays, because I think the best player out of both teams in this series is is um is it Butler? Jimmy Butler, yeah. He is the best ball player out of both teams. I don't see Isaiah Thomas. I love him, but just play playoff basketball, I think he goes to the hole. People put their body on him. They knock him to the ground, things of that nature. Yeah, they would have to put. Fred Harbaugh will have to put Jimmy Butler on Isaiah Thomas. I don't think anybody else on the Bulls could guard him, especially in the fourth quarter. Don't you cannot have the five foot nine guy take over the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, but this is also the same Bulls team that just lost to the Knicks in the Nets in the same week. So, but at full capacity, or I mean, not? they didn't have Wade, but. They didn't have Dwayne Wade, but I'm, I'm just saying the Knicks and the Nets. Come on, man. Yeah, the Nets are the Nets are not even a NCAA uh, team. People were actually upset at the Nets because the Bulls played them again, and if the Bulls would have lost, Miami would have made the playoffs. But the Nets benched all their players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had uh, 
they had the uh, mascot playing and uh, the dude who sells popcorn. I don't understand. They had the worst record in the league. Boston's the number one seed. If Boston gets the next draft pick, first, if the Nets get the first draft pick, it goes to Boston. So Boston has the potential of grabbing one of the two of the best point guards in the in the draft, which would make their team even better. But this is the Nets we're under- talking about. Yeah, but this is what I understand. This what I try to tell people is sometimes it's better on your team sucking and building through the draft than it is in trying to trade away players and, and get someone that's good. Hmm. Like the Knicks traded their entire team for Carmelo Anthony. And see how that and, it ruined them. It ruined them. They didn't have no draft picks. It ruined them for years to come. Well see, I've been the beneficiary of that happening in the opposite direction. Way back in the days, the Cowboys traded Herschel Walker to the Minnesota Vikings and got seven players. The Cowboys went on to win three Super Bowls because of those seven players and those players and the draft picks that gave the Cowboys. So I've been on the receiving end as a fan of that kind of thing. Yeah, because even when when Melo left the Nuggets, the Nuggets were still making a playoffs without him. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? Melo is not – he's not the game-changer people think he is. Only New York Knicks fans who drink all the Kool-Aid think of him in that manner. He has never been – he has never been a LeBron. He's never been a, a Kevin Durant. He's never been that kind of – he's not a franchise-changing player. That's what I tried to tell people years ago when people used to like, oh, Stephon Marbury is like one of the greatest point guards. I was like, Stephon Marbury played on the exact same teams with the same roster that Jason Kidd played on, and Kidd took those teams to the playoffs and to the finals. Marbury took them to the draft pick. <laughs> you know what you got to do? You got to, if you have a selfish player who does not, and see, real, the real form of selfish is not a, ch- uh, a shot chucker. Yeah. It's a guy who doesn't play team defense. Yep. That's, you know what? Every team needs a chucker to a certain degree. That's the guy who can get that damn ball in the basket when nobody else can. But the team defense, that can't ever break down. When that breaks down, you, because as good as Golden State is, and as much as Golden State hits threes, people don't give them the respect. And I'm not a Golden State Warrior fan. I'm a Spurs fan. But I respect Golden State's gangster because they play that hard-nosed team defense. Yep, and what I like is if one player is not playing well, Kurt will bench you and have one of the bench players come in. And they all play. I mean, Igudawa and, 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 and what's the guy who used to have the big afro? Uh, the, other, the other guard who comes off the bench and seems to be able to score 20 at times. They, oh. all, they all play defense. Matter of fact, Green might give up his whole offense just to play defense. Play defense, yeah. And defense wins games. That's right. We know that Kerr, Kerry, is weak in that manner. But yeah, yeah. you can have one weak guy when you got eight strong guys around him. Yep. Now, before we kind of like wrap this one up, I do want to say USC is going to have a, a fight night this weekend also in the midst of uh, the NBA playoffs. And one of my Friday favorite, night or Saturday night? Oh. Saturday night. And oh. one of my favorite fighters, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is fighting. And not just that, one of my favorite females is fighting. Rose Macheris, the thug. The thug. So, you know what? Last week was a very disappointing, and it was pay-per-view. This is a freebie. It's not even on Fox Sports 1. This is on regular Fox. And I think this card is stuck in, in big country fighting. Jacare oh, is fighting. Big country. The one punch killer. That's right, with the big fat beard and the, and the big fat belly. Yeah, either he get that one punch or he gets submitted. Now, not just that, like I said, uh, uh, Jacare is fighting, and he's fighting this uh, Robert Patterson, who's a knockout artist, a black Ozzy. Black Ozzy. Awesome. Mix some of these guys in on last card. Oh, man, this card is loaded. Last card was shit. I said now, that for people that spent $60, $70 on the last fight. 
you, you still got to have the fights be the fights, you know? Yeah, but they still make, like, you put all these explosive fighters on this, on the free card, they could have mixed and put some more on last week's card. Right. And and on top of it, because Johnson's the champion, you do have a championship fight on this card. So this one, you know, I'm I'm actually looking much forward to this one. And sure, we'll break it down when we come back on our next show, along with this NBA going on. Hopefully it'll be a very exciting weekend of sports. And then me and you both being sportsmen, I always look forward to that. Yeah, definitely going to watch it. Well, Matt, man, give the people our mathematics as usual, my friend. As always, folks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, our YouTube page. You can find us at NetBoyDoc. Subscribe, like, comment, share. We don't care if it's a negative comment. We'll respond to you. We're trying to get people in on the conversation. Uh, like I said, just join us on any form of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, our YouTube page, at NetBoyDoc. Take it, Doc. Hey, people, it's been real. Love talking to you. It's been our pleasure. And this is Doc on behalf of our world with NetBoy and Doc. And like every single time, I'm always going to tell you, peace.